When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. November 23rd, 2021. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, NXT 2.0. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by NYC Demon Diva Issa, here tonight to talk about the more of the continued build to War Games. Now, Alfred Kanawa is off tonight, so it's just the two of us here on this Thanksgiving week. Issa, you were at Survivor Series the other night. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> How was it? Just all that buildup, thinking The Rock's going to show up. The live audience, electrified. Yeah, I mean, we thought we thought he was gonna show up. We did. The, the audience there was, the, the, all the video packages they played, everything with the 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 opening of the pay per view was not even an opening. It was just promotion for the movie. I mean, they they really had the crowd thinking that he was gonna show up. And at the end, when Roman Reigns starts walking off, and you know, we're used to somebody showing up at the end of Roman matches, whether it's yeah. John Cena, Edge, Brock Lesnar. No, nope, nobody. It was just a. They even put up the graphic, and I'm like, maybe they're gonna NXT us, and after the graphic goes off, something happens. But no, nothing happened. Nothing, nothing. happened at all. No, literally nothing. <laughs> so much disgust, you didn't even bother to show show up on Monday. Night night. <laughs> I was disgusted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I just keep seeing Twitter last night. Everyone's like talking about the goddamn egg. Who stole the egg? Who stole my, the egg? My theory was whoever delivered the Pizza Hut pizzas for the pizza spot was the person that stole the egg. But apparently I was wrong. I thought I thought my theory was a decent one, though. Did we find out who stole the egg? Yeah, it was Austin Theory. Oh. So he wanted, to take a, he wanted to take a selfie with the egg, but there was so much security that instead he stole it. Then Sammy Zayn brought Austin Theory to Vince McMahon. And because he snitched, Vince McMahon gave Austin Theory the title shot and not Sami Zayn. <laughs> There's your payoff. <laughs> I can't this believe company, I just have to explain that out loud. This freaking company, man. Oh, my <laughs> God. Well, thankfully, NXT tonight. NXT taking shots at Raw, uh, at Raw and SmackDown tonight. Uh, I mean, build for the war games match. And uh, we had advancement of Tony D'Angelo uh, not getting a title opportunity at war games, but you know, he's in, he's in the main event probably. Uh, Cause I'm pretty sure that match is going to close the show. So that's good. And uh, Tony had a, uh, had his uh, tracksuit monogram tonight. He was, he was out there looking thick. Yeah. He's looking good. Yeah. Tony D'Angelo, I was like trying to think about him. I'm like, who does he remind me of? Maybe that's why I like him so much. And he reminds me of like a young Peter DeLuise, circle like 21 Jump Street, like in his prime, you know? You know what? I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. So some similarities there. You know, Peter DeLuise, Penn Hall was always my favorite on 21 Jump Street, not Johnny Depp. So, you know, that's where my allegiance lies. But tonight we opened with NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa 
in a lengthy match with Grayson Waller to open the show. Now, Ciampa, of course, won, but what did you think of this match? Well, first of all, we had a, a promo from Waller, which I actually yeah. thought was pretty good. He kind of worked the crowd. I thought it was funny that he name-dropped The Rock, too, along with Roman Reigns and John Cena, but it was just funny that he mentioned The Rock. I was like, at this point, now you guys are trolling. But I thought this match was pretty good. I thought it was a great showing for Waller. I thought he, him and Ciampa worked very well together. Probably his best match yet, but does he really have that many to pick from? And True. it's so funny because to me, like, I know this is how they're pushing it, the old school and new school, but every time that Tommaso Ciampa wins, it really does feel like a victory for the black and yellow version yeah. of NXT. And there's just something about seeing Ciampa out there to give us hope for the old version of NXT still alive somewhere, somehow, in an alternative universe. So every time I see Ciampa, that's what I think about. Well, it feels like a little bit of that with the men's war game match and the way they're uh, right. building that up as well. So I think that's a good narrative. Man, they would never do it, but it would be great to see uh, Triple H and Vince as captains of the different war games teams. War yeah, games. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sophie Dofi, great username, $2. Hi, guys. WWE is awesome while AEW was a bore. Wow. I, I think I think both shows have good things and both shows could improve on some things. Well, NXT has good things. I mean, SmackDown has Roman Reigns. Yeah, NXT has Tony D'Angelo. And yeah. Monday Night Raw has The Egg. <laughs> the Egg. <laughs> Actually, but do you see the fan that attacked Seth Rollins? I did, and the story behind that, holy shit. Everything is crazy. I don't want to get any of this wrong. So you probably know, I, I took a nap. I got my Moderna booster today, mixing and matching uh, brands. Uh, I got that today. So I napped for the better part of the day. I'm feeling fine. But I saw some of the details. Fill me in on what else we've learned about the Seth Rollins attack at Raw last night. So the fan supposedly was catfished by a fake Seth Rollins oh and scam. God. And to the point that he was gaslit into going out there and attacking Seth Rollins. He did get arrested. According to his social media, he is out, but he does have a court date. Um, but they, they did. They did arrest him. And, and now he has a he has a case. Well, and he sent the fake Seth Rollins money. Apparently he was posting screenshots today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess he reimbursed him with a check that bounced. He was saying like a significant other uh, got in trouble. <laughs> the fake set, Rollins. This oh could become God. a storyline. Like, and, and here's the thing. I have to remember. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know there's a knee-jerk reaction to be like, well, some people think wrestling is real, so I guess you can convince them anything. Look, you have to remember this. Issa, you know, I, I'm a bit older than you, but you've you've – Grown up with computers. Uh, you grew up in an era where computers and the internet were still relatively new. Uh, whereas my era, you know, we grew up with uh, computers were new. The internet was new. Video games were new. Hip hop was new. Chicken McNuggets were new. You know, I've, I've witnessed history is what I'm saying. I've right. Lived, you know, my memoirs will really be a, a journey through time. But no, uh, you have to remember that not everyone is as computer savvy and wise to the ways of the world. And... I guarantee you, whether it's a Nigerian prince phishing scam or a phone call from Microsoft or the IRS yeah. or a WWE wrestler reaching out to you, people wouldn't do this shit if a significant number of people weren't fooled it. by it. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And so I don't want to – I'm not justifying what this guy did. I feel bad for this yeah. guy. 
He's got some stuff going on, perhaps. Right. Um, but he, in his mind, for whatever reason, thought this was the case. This is not as cut and dried as just the, oh, another dumb fan attacks a wrestler. I mean, you should never do that. There's never a reason to do that. But the story behind this is like, well, even, even on top of that, which when you think about it, how do you think Catfish has stayed on the air for how many years? There is people falling for these kind of things daily. But on top of that, you have the fact that it happened in Brooklyn. Again, this is the same arena where we had the attack from the Hall of Fame night. Remember when yeah. um, Natty and Bret Hart were out there doing their speech and, and a fan jumped uh, jump him like I they're, they're gonna do something different here like it makes New York fans look bad but it just like it's, it's how is it so easy to get away with this yeah. in this particular arena that's something that they need to start working towards too so I think that's first and foremost I mean one don't ever jump the barricade number Please two don't. security like looking at how close he got I mean security needs to do a better job and then I think if there's a lesson we can learn beyond that, it's just that, yeah, some, we, we need more um, like internet literacy for people to yeah. really understand. You just like, when you start to think about these kind of things, it just makes you very sad because you don't have, these people don't have somebody in their lives to be like, yeah, yeah, you're not talking to everybody else at Rollins here, buddy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> I had a coworker once in the year 2000 that showed me an email and it was like from, uh, you know, hey, I'm a, you know, young woman who just moved to this area looking to meet people. And he was like, this is a scam, right? And I was like, yes, dude, this is a scam. Oh, my God. But do you remember, like, the email scams were always the best? Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, that's how people got scammed before social media. It was the weird email. It's so crazy, man. But I think that's yeah. part of it, too. I mean... It's actually kind of crazy now how you think about how people meet off the internet all the time and it's like no big it's deal. It's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Back 25 years ago, it was like, this is an axe murderer just yeah. like waiting <laughs> to like, you know, abduct you or murder you. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's very strange. Very strange. So yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I think what the guy did was dumb. I definitely do not condone his actions, but hearing more about the story, like I just, I feel bad. Uh, for him and other people who are taken in by this stuff. Yeah, um, same. And I just wish fans would not do that, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I just, it's just a lot. Um, a lot of times I see people would tweet out a link or something that shows a fake profile that somebody's pretending to be one of the superstars, you know? And and and, and I don't know, just just ask somebody. Like, don't, don't give money to a stranger oh, that yeah. tells you there's Seth Rollins and don't jump a barricade at a wrestling show. And, and you know, by the grace of God, thank God this, you know, wasn't something worse because this could have been a much worse situation. Yeah. Yes, um, and again, security, man. Uh, Mike D, $2. Shotzi and Dewdrop are beautiful. Agreed. Not going to dispute that. That is undisputed. Uh, so. I think there was one more super chat. I'm not reading that. Super okay, chat. I he see. Called I me a, he called me a nerd. Okay, I didn't see that one. I just saw the blue. I just saw the blue. I'm not trying to. <laughs> and he's like, oh, there's one more super chat. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. I better see a yellow or red super chat if you want to call me a nerd and you want me to read that on the air. And oh, I don't no. see any of that money. That just all goes to Raj. I know, Raj. That's why I was like, Rush, when you're in New York, come buy me a drink with that super chat. Oh my God, Rush should have gotten like, should have bought you out like a mini bar, you know? <laughs> like just, <laughs> here you go. Um, 
See, a good promo from Grayson. Tommaso won. I mean, this works with how they're setting it up. So yeah. there's the old guard, the new guard, which was cool. Um, we had Toxic Attraction backstage. Uh, I like Dakota Kai kind of like awkwardly walking with them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that that was like so real to me. Remember like when uh, you never had this, like, but I would have like where like I'd meet up with like one friend or I'd see somebody I knew and they were there with their friends. I talked to them and I'd be like, okay, yeah, we're all hanging out now. Like, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Very much flashbacks to that period of my life. I had that happen recently at one of the wrestling events where I was like with a group of people and then somebody was like, hey, I know you guys from here. And then all of a sudden that person just kept walking with us. And I was like, I guess we're a group now. <laughs> hey, man, if you got that kind of confidence, you know, <laughs> more power to you. Um, so Cameron Grimes has shorter hair, yet he's going to be in a hair match. Okay, but he looked cuter. He looked good. Yeah, I was like, he was out there crying, and I was like, I thought he looked better. Why is he crying? I thought it okay. was an improvement. Who goes over in this match, Duke or Cameron? I don't know. Do you even want to see either one of them bald? I think Duke Hudson would probably better bald than Cameron Grimes. I mean, Cameron Grimes. It has to be Cameron Grimes who goes over, I would assume, but... Then poor Duke Hudson, they just brought him here to just lose all his money and his hair. Duke Hudson will look badass bald. Cameron Grimes will be the second coming of Screech. May he rest in peace. Uh, if uh, they shave his head. I don't know. I like I like the shorter hair. I don't know about shaving his head, but I thought the shorter hair worked for Cameron Grimes tonight. I just, this is one of those things. You know, there are some acts well, Tommaso and Ciampa and Gargano could stay into NXT until they're well into their 90s. Um, but Cameron Grimes, I feel like the window is closing on his need to graduate unless they're going to put him in a really hot angle. Yeah, but they're not. They're not going to yeah. put him in a hot angle. They're not doing anything with him. And listen, tonight was another another showing of this 50-50 booking that NXT is doing, very reminiscent of what they do on Monday Night Raw. Um, so... I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Him and LA Knight feel very lost in the shuffle. And I feel it's because they, they're, they, they're rising NXT happening between this whole going from the, from the black and gold to this new NXT 2.0 era. I feel like Cameron Grimes, LA Knight, there's a handful of superstars there that you're like, you don't even know which era they belong to or what to do with them. Yeah. Gary Lyles is asking, are we going to be on the Friday after Thanksgiving? I mean, I haven't been told otherwise. I'm showing up Friday night. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. I'll bring my bags and show you guys what I bought at Black Friday. Actually, I don't participate on Black Friday, so. <laughs> but Black, it's a, Black Friday, Cyber Monday is like a two-week event now. They've been, they're already advertising Black Friday sales, and it's like, what is the deal? <laughs> like, like, which is better. Listen, I used to work retail. It's better for oh, retail. Oh, shit. For, yeah, I know. It's better for retail employees to then do like a week-long sale than have to put up with that crap on thanksgiving and how do people have the energy aren't you like all bloated from the night before yeah i mean i do all my stuff online i don't think i've ever shown up okay that's not true the year that the first rock band game was released on thanksgiving i had read about it and i was we were talking about it like let's go to walmart and see if we can buy it now so we can play it tonight that's the only time i've actually set foot in a store on thanksgiving yeah yeah like in black friday festivity I set up foot in stores on Black Friday 
because I was an area manager for Verizon oh, yeah. Wireless. So I had to stop by my stores and see how everything was going. And I felt so bad. I remember buying pizza for all of my store yeah. employees because there was no chance to even move. And, and they don't even do that good of deals. So I don't even understand why we were packed. It's like, <laughs> can't we just have the holidays back at this point? I miss when things were closed on the 4th of July or on Christmas yeah. Day. I miss the idea. It's like, okay, you could go to the movies. Like you go to the movies or you can go get Chinese. The like, movies. The movies was my day after Thanksgiving thing that I would do. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And nothing is closed anymore. Nothing like holidays don't ever feel like holidays anymore because the majority of things are open like it's nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I miss it. I miss it. That used to be our tradition uh, when – my parents were married and when we celebrated Hanukkah, we did do the Jewish tradition of Chinese food on Christmas Day. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. But uh, but no, I'll tell you, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you could just do it all online. And, and the like, I got the Xbox, the new Xbox today. Like, even that, like, oh, I had what to a flex, spend... Glenn. Well, you know, I got my vaccine booster and Bill Gates hooked me up. What can I say? Uh, but no, but even that, like, I was having to, like, refresh and go to these different, like, it's a freaking treasure hunt to try and do any of this stuff, anything that's in demand. And then a lot of times they're just selling crap nobody wants anyhow. Right. But it's cheaper. It's cheaper crap. But is it though? I mean, there's some stuff I have to admit. Like there are some things where it's like, okay, like you kind of know, right? It's actually right. screwed up the consumer mentality now. Cause I think a lot of people don't shop in the month of November because they know there's going to be massive sales. And, uh, I guess, I mean, I respect it if it's a way to, um, you know, if you really want to get like a new appliance or you want to get something that you really have your heart set on, like, sure, more power to you, get a discount. But I think some people just like do insanity buying. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. All of that, just to tell people that we will be here Friday. We will be here Friday. Oh man! Um, I just realized that we just went on a Black Friday tangent over. It's it's fun, you know. East after this past Friday's SmackDown podcast, where I think uh, we we went there, we were yeah. all and did you see the response too. People were like, "Oh, this is actually fantastic!" Like if they, if they're not going to entertain us more on the show, you need to entertain us more on the podcast. I saw that. I saw it. I got a lot of positive responses to it too. They were like, "This this that show was lit," and I'm like, "Okay, I guess they liked it." <laughs> Yeah. Uh, tonight, okay, so I think Tiffany Stratton is the female Tony D'Angelo based on the video. Yeah, I love tonight. her. I love her. I, I, I was looking her up earlier on my stream on social media. I love the video package. I mean, this is looking solid. And I love what um, Beth Phoenix said. She was like, okay, she can serve, but can she go in the ring? <laughs> well, and here's the weird thing. She actually debuted... On At 205 Live. Live. Yeah. Okay, so WWE, if you were doing the thing we've been telling you to do forever and you were going to stealth turn 205 Live into the women's show, you need to freaking tell people that because that will put a dent in Rampage. I'm sorry. Rampage especially is not – I mean, AEW still has challenges uh, servicing their women's division and giving them a proper showcase. But it's like on Rampage, they're like five minutes – of the show, if 205 Live goes head to head to that, and it's an all women show with the amazing talent they have in NXT, and they start bringing in some main roster talents, like that could become like the sleeper hit of WWE. 
Yeah, agreed. And on that note, while you mentioned that, NXT dedicated a lot of time to the females tonight. I think we had three women's matches on NXT tonight. So a couple of backstage segments. We had this video yeah. package. NXT's um, focusing on that women's division, and I'm not going to complain about that. Uh, but Tiffany. Tiffany. Oh, Got to keep Tiffany. an eye out on her. We like her. We, we listen. We we tend to get it right on our first on our first impression of this superstar i mean obviously we create a gold with tony d'angelo here i think i think tiffany could be our girl now well tiffany and tony i even like it i know the tease, the tony tease. and tiffany it's like yeah. tony and tina's wedding but different uh <laughs> did you ever go see that live no oh I, i've always always wanted to see that so tony and tina's wedding is like it's an like it's an actual wedding that's a play but yeah. everywhere you go people are in character anyhow uh tiffany stratton though said not born with a silver spoon in her mouth because silver is tacky i love that line <laughs> and she's not wrong this was good uh but yes apparently she wrestled on 205 live very yes. curious to see that yeah, I need to uh, go check it out. I've been told about it by a couple of people, and somebody sent me her social media, and I'm like, okay, she looks great, but seeing the video package tonight, I really, really liked it. Persia Parada and Indy Hartwell versus Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro with Caden and Casey getting a win. Casey and Casey. Why isn't it Casey Squared? Why is that not their team name? Oh, I kind of like that. <laughs> Just putting it out there. <laughs> I kind of like that. Yeah, and also before the match, we saw Indy give us an update on oh, yes, Dexter, that's right. Dexter's which out. I'm very sad about. She said they took away his ability to draw. So this this drawing that you wanted to buy from him, remember? Like it's probably worth even more now because he can't draw at the moment. So when it comes to the match, I thought the match was great. But again... I, I know I've been nitpicking at this for a week. 50-50 booking. You let them beat them yeah. last week. Now this week, nobody's getting over in NXT 2.0. And that's why it's so hard to become invested in, in certain characters. Kelvin R. Alexander, $2, saying they do. Tiffany debuted on 205 Live. Thank you, Kelvin. And I like Kelvin. That's a strong name. Kelvin. He's much stronger than Kevin. Hey, be nice to Kevin's out there too. But Kelvin is like Kelvin, Kelvin with an attitude. Yeah, Kelvin is like kind of a regal sounding thing. If it was Kelvin Owens... Just put it out there. Kelvin Alexander. Okay. <laughs> that name, that name is, it's got a certain majesty to it. I kind of dig it. I like Kelvin. Yeah, Kelvin's a good name. Uh, but yeah, so the 50-50 Caden and KC Squared won this match. I'm going to make that a thing. KC Squared. Uh, yes. Uh, that was good. And then Santos Escobar versus Malik Blade. Yeah. Santos Gano. Yeah. Yeah. That's- by the way, on this podcast, let me just give you like the inside dirt on this. Okay. Um, when the when any of us don't even freaking remember the match we watched and our reaction to the matches, yeah, that's not even now. If we say that happened, you can go, oh, he's being sarcastic because it wasn't a good match. But it's like, yeah, that's like, shit, you I can, don't even remember this match. You can literally see, if you pay close attention, you can see in our faces trying to recall the match so that we can talk about it. It's like, it's like a two-second thing. Yeah, and then you go, <laughs> that's a, that is it. That's how you figure it out, Glenn. That's how you know which match we were paying no attention to, and you are absolutely right, because until you said it, I have forgotten all about it. Um, yeah <laughs> yeah i look electra lopez is a star she uh, we is, got a del fantasma so was, so was santos escobar and now he's like nowhere near where he was months ago 
Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I hate to say this, he's been upstaged. In all by, of this. by Electra? Yeah, I think Electra. I mean, Santos had swagger and very good promos. Yeah, then he started losing every match he was on. Yeah, and uh, he should have never, I mean, like, like I don't want to say that it's like the politics, but it's like, I think the biggest mistake he made was letting her take the mic and doing the promos because it makes him look not as good. I just, I, I, I will never forget that promo where he called out Karrion Cross and he was yeah. like, what, the Cruiserweight champion? And Karrion Cross was the NXT champion. And he looked even stronger than Karrion Cross at that point. And I was like, man, this guy is a star. And that wasn't that long ago. I mean, seems like ages ago, considering everything we've been through since then, right? But it just like, it just feels like, so where did they go wrong with him? I don't know, but uh, I thought I thought he was it. So after this, it, it's amazing to me. We had like this uh, showcase of all the tag teams out there, right? We all got, got a Del Fantasma. Mm -hmm. We had Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner out there. We had uh, are they a tag team? out there. Yeah, I think they are. And what For... would you call them? That's a tough. Huh. Oh, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly huh. and Von Wagner. I'd call them O-Wagner. <laughs> like O-Wagner. <laughs> I don't hate it. O-Wagner. Okay. Yeah. Or, or Ovon, which sounds like uh, the fifth member of B2K. Um, O-Wagner is better. O-Wagner. Yeah, O-Wagner is better, I think. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, we had this. And they're talking about who's getting the title shot at, at War Games. Um but you know what, though? I mean, the vignette with uh, MSK, and we'll talk about that. I, I don't know. With the tag division, man, I just feel like mm, there are high points, but this tag division is nowhere what it once was. Oh, no. NXT had the best tag team division in the business for the longest time. Uh, you, will go, you will go to takeovers just to watch the tag team match. And now, yeah, it's nowhere near what it used to be. But, I mean, I feel like we're getting somewhere. I forgot who the tag team champions were today for a second. I forgot that it was Imperium who had the tag team titles. Um, MSK is just walking around in Vignette since they lost it. Like, what, did they lose their ride when they lost the title? Like, I don't understand. But, yeah, maybe maybe they'll start building a strong tag team division again. They have enough teams. It's just, like I said, it's very hard to, to, be, to become invested in some of these characters when everybody's either winning or losing. There's nobody on a strong streak of wins. And Imperium is the tag team champion. Yeah, yeah, correct. yeah. Uh, yeah, but it took me a second. Like when the show started, I'm like trying to recall the the male's champions and I couldn't I couldn't remember for a second who had the tag titles. MSK is winning those titles back, right? It, I mean, I would hope. I don't think I, I didn't think they were gonna lose them to begin with. Yeah. So I mean I don't know that this has done anything for Imperium. And no and, 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 and you don't have you're not doing a good job doing the baby face chase on MSK, putting them on just video packages. And why, yeah, why is MSK like, this is like the fifth week in a row of video packages. That's what I'm saying. Unless, I mean, I hope they're healthy, right? No, and sure, they just sure. want to keep them on TV. But it's just like, if the, the, the point of a baby face dropping the titles like that is to go for the chase. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like you're building any kind of chase on their behalf. They just seem lost in... The Shuffle, which seems to be the theme tonight for quite a few people. Well, tonight, uh, Toxic Attraction 
We'll talk about Mandy Rose and her match against Cora Jade. Backstage, we had uh, Io Shirai, Zoe Stark with Cora Jade, and Raquel Gonzalez walking up, uh, having some words with Io Shirai over the past. And uh, they're building uh, this War Games match. Um, but then, talk about our high point of the week. Tony D'Angelo and referring to Pete Dunne as P.D. Poppins. P.D. Poppins. I need somebody to make a fake Twitter account of P.D. Poppins and use the picture that I tweeted of, of, of Pete Dunne smiling as the profile picture for this account. Somebody, well, please. And better yet, why not deep fake his face onto Mary Poppins and have him coming down with an umbrella? Pity you know? <laughs> Poppins. Loved Petey it. Poppins. Loved it. Oh, Tony D'Angelo is so good. He um, is the best. Just oh my God, word. you didn't like NXT tonight, did you? I mean, they, we needed more Tony D. Well, 1,000% a match or even a little bit more. I was happy that we saw him again later on, but we'll get into that. Yeah, and uh, tonight, uh, the backstage commentator uh, telling her to call up his boy Hesh, play some bets. I like he was talking about play some bets on the main event tonight. Wait, what? He was talking about uh, who's who, well, I think with the Petey Poppins reference, yeah. Tony D'Angelo was talking about who his money was on. Oh, right. Event, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Because we yeah. had the triple threat match. Yeah. Oh, you forgot to mention during the uh, backstage promo between the women that Cora J brought up the whole, we're not going to oh, do yes. the can we coexist thing. I thought that was genius that she actually brought it up. She's like, it's lame. And I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> I pop pop for that. (laughs) This is how we could tell Vince and the main uh, roster guys aren't watching NXT anymore. Right? (laughs) I thought Vince is in charge now, though. I mean... He's too busy with the egg. He's too busy with the egg. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Um, So, Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade and Kaylee Ray coming out with an aluminum bat. Causing a distraction, allowing Cora Jade to get the win. A, a champion getting pinned on TV? You mean to tell me Vince is not in charge here? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Like, you're going to put all this momentum behind Toxic Attraction just to have her lose to somebody that you haven't really done that good of a job at building up. So, what, Kylie Ray has anger issues and she has, like, a room where she destroys things backstage? Like... I mean, we had this discussion. I thought she looked great on the ring when she had her match, but nobody's getting invested in her character. So I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like seeing Mandy Rose getting pinned like that. What do you think of Joe Gacy versus Grayson Waller tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This promos, man. So basically, this was just a lot of people coming out to tell Joe Gacy that he sucks. Right. Which he does. He really does. This was really dumb. I can't. I don't like it. I don't. I. I used to be curious about it, but I don't know that he's going. I don't know if he's not doing enough for this gimmick to get over. You know what I mean? Like I. I, I don't. I don't get it anymore. I feel like I don't get his character or his gimmick. So when people come out and say he sucks, yeah, I agree with them. And Harland was getting Michael Myers' chance. I don't even know what he wears. He wears the same outfit. Oh, I thought it's because he was a big Austin Powers fan. No, Uh, it's because he wears the same outfit as Michael Myers. That that mechanic jumpsuit thing. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. He does look like. Oh, I mean, 
put a mask on him and go with it. Michael Myers is popular. He make a lot of money in the Halloween movie, so capitalize on it. True, true. Let's talk about the MSK uh, vignette. They were driving and pulled over, not for speeding, but for going seven miles per hour. <laughs> I have to admit, I thought some of these were dumb. I thought yeah. this night was freaking amazing. I think I always pop when they do the whole trying to explain the name and we don't get to see it. Yeah. And then this one, I thought it was funny. I did. I was like, okay, fine. I'll give you that. I got a little laugh out of it. So I want to see them back in the ring. I think they're so talented. I want to see them wrestle. But it, it's good to see a little bit of their personality as well. But I think that we've seen enough personality here. And it's time to just let them start chasing for their titles again. Who is this, uh, this mentor? Matt Riddle. Do you see me Riddle? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, it has to be somebody in NXT, right, or somebody that we haven't seen yet. I don't know. I have no idea. No idea. You don't have any guesses. At least I say <sighs> Riddle as a joke, but at least I have a guess. <laughs> I mean, the Jeff Hardy idea is interesting, right? I think RVD makes a ton of sense with how much they're leaning into the pot thing, right? That's why I said Riddle, so. Yeah. Edward Cousins is saying HBK. I don't don't know. I mean, HBK. (laughs) What's HBK's advice going to be to MSK? Like, uh, remember, one of you is the Genetti. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's just three profits. Yeah. I don't know. But their shaman seemed like it was was one. Maybe it's just going to be something. I mean, I guarantee you the payoff is going to be disappointing. Yeah, one thousand percent. You know, it's good. It's good. They're shaming. They're looking for. It's going to be a DVD copy of Half Baked. You know, that's going to be the payoff. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> yes. Um, Ivy Nile. Oh, I love her. Beat the crap at a uh, Elisa Leon tonight, and As uh, she should. She man, she just looks. Ivy looks so dominant. Is is it almost a worry that? <sighs> I mean, this is kind of weird to say. Okay, so if we just look in terms of strength, right? Okay, Oscar, right. Oscar had the psychology, the move set. Uh, Shayna had just like the sheer brutality. Ivy, they are building her, and, and I think Bianca, they built is like and Charlotte Flair, like the most athletic women in NXT. Ivy, the way they're building her to just look so physically strong and dominant. Mm-hmm. This seems like it's going to be another year long title reign when she gets that women's title. And that's perfectly fine as long as you build her up the right way and as long as she's ready for that title ring when it does happen. You know, I did see, um, I felt she was gaining a lot of confidence in herself tonight in the ring because we haven't really seen her like work a lot. I thought that tonight was one of her best showings that she's had. Glenn's falling asleep on me. It's been a long day. I know, I know. No coffee I, today. No coffee. Wow, what's wrong with you? Well, I t- so I took a nap this afternoon. I got my booster shot. I took yeah. a nap and just yeah. no. Co- I've had a little soda, so that's good. But, you but know. that's good. But yeah, I thought I thought she was. I thought she looked great. I just want to make sure that she's ready when they do put the title on her if if it happens. So so let let let's do more exhibition matches for her. I'm thinking about the chat talking about Joe Gacy. You know what's a good example? If you want to see somebody make fun of like the current political scene in a really, really funny way, watch this week's episode of Succession. 
It was so sharp. It was so on point. There were so many good digs at the left and the right. And I just watched Joe Gacy and I'm like, this is, this is what somebody thought. This is like what South Park thought was funny 10 years ago. Right. About it's Kurt lame. It's, 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 it's lame. lame. He's not going all the way there the way that he could with this kind of gimmick. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, and the cruiserweight thing, why did it take, why did it take like four months into his existence for someone to be like, oh, you're, you're shaming people about their weight. Like, okay. That's like a decent observation, but it's like, here you are now rolling that out. I don't know. Yeah. Because they're, they're reaching. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so Ivy Nile won. Yes. Vignette for Solo Sokoa. Who, who, the, oh my God, he doesn't need. He doesn't need to win NXT. I know. Like, what do you what do you do with him? At some point, he's gotta he's gotta have the title. I mean, he's yeah. out of. The, I mean, non counting Tony D'Angelo out of this entire crop of superstars in NXT right now, he looks. He is it. He has it. You know what I mean? Him and Tony. But I don't know. I don't think you put him on a on a title field this fast, right? I think Sol Sokoa is. And Braun Breaker, the number one and number two thing standing in the way of Tony D'Angelo being NXT champion. I mean, you're not wrong. I could see Tony getting the North American championship as a consolation if they want to. Tony? You want to give Tony D'Angelo a consolation? Do you realize the the, the implications of, of those actions? I like, know. No. I know. But that's the thing. But it's like, you can't. Okay, Braun. You could almost argue that Braun's just not like it's just not his time they mm-hmm. toyed with the idea and maybe they're saying okay you need to develop a little bit more but solo you put solo in a match against Tommaso Ciampa unless there's interference by three other people how do you justify solo not winning that title he has to win and then you have to allow the bloodline to make a reference about how they're really starting to take over yeah. WWE the franchise yes yes oh my god he has to when they get there though, doing a good job at Slowly, he uh, slowly building him. I just think that he looks he looks like a star, and he's just like, yeah. "What are you doing here in NXT, buddy? Like, get your butt to Raw or SmackDown already." The grizzled young veterans took on Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. So, uh, Brooks Jensen had BJ spray painted on his shirt. Did that stand for Brooks Jensen or Brooks and Josh? Who knows? Oh, Who is that knows? what it stood for? <laughs> <laughs> they're not that, going to that, tv that, 14 they're not going is to that TV the first 14. thing you thought about when you saw For, bj on it's, his a, shirt? it's a tv pg show so of course that's the first thing i thought about oh okay just making sure <laughs> why would somebody think that was a good idea listen <laughs> there's a listen we just went over uh an entire pay-per-view that was a bad idea. So you really think they're going to think <laughs> they're going to think about this? No. <laughs> and, look, and it looked like, it, I mean, it, like, and why spray? I don't know. It, like, even the whole thing of how it looked, it's like, like, I would love to know the thought process behind this before they went out. Like the B team's merchandise looked like worlds ahead of this. This looked like just the, the hokiest, like most low rent. Like I spray painted this on my shirt. I will tell you one thing. If they make spray-painted BJ shirts before Tony D'Angelo gets any merch, I'm done. I'm done with life. (laughs) It's just bad, man. It's just bad. Um, So, Brooks and Dunn won the match. Of course. 
as to be expected. Grizzly Young Veteran, I like those uh, scarves they had. This is Grizzly Young Veterans. I mean, they were were okay. They were okay. They were cute. They were cute. I'm not a scarf guy. I think the last scarf I I own, like, an Enzo, like, leopard print scarf. And I own, like, a Kevin Owens scarf. And I've actually worn both of them out in public. I have, uh, well, I have a... I can't. I can't reveal. I'll reveal it tomorrow on my stream. But I have scarves. Okay, I have scarves. Actually, this Ooh. weekend I spotted a Gucci scarf to Survivor Series, and now I'm mad. I don't feel like Survivor Series was worth me pulling out my Gucci scarf and Valentino shoes for it. Mm. Not a big scarf person. It's never have been. I never understood the point of them, but sometimes they look cute. You know what I mean? It's true. I do like when I wore the the leopard print Enzo scarf. Yeah, I, I bet I, that was a look for you. Like I would. I'll, I'll send you a photo. It. I had like a hat. I was wearing a tracksuit, sunglasses. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this was, I think we were doing like a fancy Christmas dinner out uh, in the, on the Sonoma Plaza, like a couple of years ago. That's what I wore. That's amazing. I'll, I'll send you some photos. Actually, I might, I might even be able to find it. But uh, let's talk about the main event. Yes, let's tonight. Uh, the triple threat for the NXT North America title: Johnny Gargano versus Pete Dunne versus Carmelo Hayes, and Tony D'Angelo interfered and helped. And took out Kiki Poppins so Carmelo Hayes could uh, retain that title. What did you think of this match? I thought the match was a lot of fun. I thought the um, they had some really good chemistry. I like seeing Carmelo Hayes kind of like shine among Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano just because they're veterans in, in their eyes, you know, and Carmelo Hayes is new generation, so it was good to see him stand his own ground there with them. Yeah. I like seeing the interruption. It felt Look, I get that they're doing the old school and new school NXT for war games, but it felt very forced. Like some of these people, why is Tony D'Angelo carrying out favors for for Carmelo Hayes? And why are these people all of a sudden now friends just to go into a war games match? You know what I mean? Like I, it felt there are so many war games matches that are classics. And it was because these fields were built so organically to where this one just felt like we got to pull something together for war games. So let's just do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you feel that way? I found the photo. That's amazing. I love that. Look at all that swag. Wow, Glenn. Hip rabbi. (laughs) Hip rabbi. That's a look right there. Absolutely. Uh, No, I think uh, the build to war games in this made sense. I liked uh, Trick and Tony getting the handshake wrong. Yes. Oh, that was that was hilarious too, and um, I also love. I I really have been liking Trick a lot, but his facial expression when Champa music hit and he came out with the chair was yeah. priceless. Also, I love when Champa helped Gargano get up, and we had that little bit of a DIY tease because you know we yeah. all love DIY, so it was awesome to see them. <laughs> so, what's going to be the final teams? It's going to be Champa, Knight, Gargano, and Dunn on one side of the war games team. And the other one is going to be Tony D'Angelo, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, and Braun Breaker. Is that right? Yeah, that's what it looked like, right? I, unless they're putting Trek Williams and adding a fifth person to the other one too. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I like, I really like the thought of the old school NXT and the new school NXT guys going at it. It just doesn't feel like you could have been building towards it you know what i mean like building a little and, and i guess champa was kind of doing a little bit of that but it felt very rushed like oh crap we have a war games coming up let's just do it also we haven't gotten regal screaming war games and it, I know. It, 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 I, it keeps me up at night i stay up 
every night watching a video on loop of William Regal just screaming war games because it just doesn't feel like it's real until he screams it. When's the last time we saw William Regal? When's the last time we saw Samoa Joe? True. Was it the, was it both the same time? Yes. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Yes, it was. It was around the same time. Oh, time is flying in all of this. We're almost at the end of the year. I know. I saw somebody tweeted the other day. It was like, there's only like this many days left of 2021. I'm like, wait, didn't this year just get here? I know. Well, this was really just an extension of 2020. <laughs> yeah, really. I I, it just now starting to slightly feels like we're going to start going back to normal, but we're still not there. We'll see. We will see what happens. Uh, I wonder what they're going to do with war games. Are they going to do it in that place? Like, they're going to set up those big-ass cages in that I think so. Okay. Wow. Uh, Raven MC saying September 19th is the last time we saw Yeah, it's been a long time. So, this was an okay show tonight. I mean, I'm not like, oh, this was the best NXT, but... uh, I thought it was slightly better than last week's because we had the title match at the main event and he set up that war games, but it didn't feel like such... I don't know. I thought last week's show felt, felt like a short to watch. Where this one, I found a couple of things that I enjoyed. But they were smart. They saved Tony D'Angelo for right when we entered the second hour. Yeah, and I love that he was involved in the main event. We saw him in a backstage segment, which is what I mean. If you're not going to put a person on the ring every week, then you got to make them have a significant part of the show so that way, you know, they stay fresh in your memory. But the MSK video packages are not it. I like the Tiffany video package. We'll see where they go with that. I think they're doing a good job of building the war games with the women. And, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah, I, I it was an okay episode of NXT. That sums it up. So. <laughs> Just okay. Issa is at NYC Dima Diva. That's Diva with the one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We're going to be back here Friday. I think the podcast is happening tomorrow night for AEW. Yeah, because uh, we're getting... Uh, they're in Chicago-ish? Yeah, yeah, Chicago. We're getting CM Punk and Cold Cup. No, CM Punk and Cold Cup. I don't imagine. CM Punk and Cold Cut combo? Uh, no, 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 no. We're getting Cold Cabana against Daniel Brian Danielson. We're getting that, that tomorrow. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, cool, everybody. And we'll be back Friday to talk about SmackDown. Have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Bye. Take care.